Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. Whether you say it's nuclear or nuclear, everybody's welcome here. Join in by hitting the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Jodabro56, Animal Abuser Gets Sent to the Hospital. Background, I worked at a marine biology center in Florida. It was sometime in June, and I was with some other employees and a couple of visitors. We were exhibiting some of the animals we recently rescued. There was a turtle who had been hit by a propeller, a shark who had been cut by another animal, and I was taking care of a stingray who was recovering from being beached in a storm. Enter our animal abuser. This man in about his 30s was in the center visiting with his wife and kids. He was yelling at them about some toy and with the wife about being strict with the kids. He had the typical wife-beater look, so they let their kids look around at the turtle and the mom's on her phone. The guy walks up to me and says, What you got there? I say, We rescued a stingray who was beached during a storm, which is followed by a laugh as he says, How dumb does a fish gotta be to beach itself? I didn't really respond to the comment and just said, Her name's Lucy. He takes a look at Lucy and starts calling her ugly. I don't get what this guy's problem is, but I just keep my comments to myself. He gets too close to the ray though and touches its face. Bad move. The stingray jumps and splashes the guy with water. I laugh, which is stopped by this guy's death stare. You little witch, the man says as he punches Lucy right in the face. She's obviously startled by this and swims to the other side of the container. I was furious by now and said, Hey, what's the matter with you punching an innocent animal? He replies with, That stupid freak had it coming. Instead of security taking him out, I figured I'd take matters into my own hands. Now I know this wasn't the best decision, but as I was battling my conscience, I glance over at the man as he's yelling at his kids again. I figure he deserves this. Okay, so this revenge has a lot of factors. Luck, deviousness, and my stupid coworker. My coworker was new when he helped me with the stingray. He didn't realize some stingrays have not one, but two spines to sting with, and only got one. So today, he was greeted by me scolding him. I figured I was going to remove the second spine soon, but then I was distracted by the jerk who was yelling at the kids. I didn't really forget at this point, it was my key to revenge. I told the man to come over for a second and he came over. I pointed at something on the ceiling as a distraction, then got Lucy to come over closer to the guy. With one swift movement, I tripped and pushed the guy into the container, causing water to go everywhere and Lucy to freak out. As all the pieces miraculously fell into place, Lucy whipped her tail at the man and sliced him right across his back. For those who don't know, a stingray can easily slice right through clothes. She did, and the man was instantly screaming. The wife looked from her phone, and the kid's eyes darted over as well. There was a bloody panic as the man was on the floor wincing with pain, blood all over, a screaming wife and bawling kids, and panic from the employees. The paramedics were called, and the guy jumped up and charged me for bumping into him. People were holding him back, and I was doing my best act to be frightened by the incident. He was rushed off. I was questioned by my boss. 
He believed me, and that was that. The man was in the hospital for a week. He had to get the poison out and needed stitches for his back. You may not see this as nuclear, but it was. If there were complications with the paramedics arriving, he could have bled out. And he tried to sue us for almost killing him, but easily lost and was countersued for thousands of dollars. Tag on the week in the hospital, and this escalated into a great revenge. Be kind to nature, kids. Do you think OP crossed the line here by using this animal's defense mechanism to cut this jerk? I definitely don't know what the rules and regulations are in regards to animals like that. Considering the animal cut the guy, could that put the animal in jeopardy? Akin to if a dog bites somebody, depending on what happens, that dog might be at risk of being put down. What do you think? Did OP go too far here? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Being Jack. She didn't give me my money back, so I ruined her life. I'm male, 20, strongly believed in individualism and equality, currently in university. Jita, fake name, is probably under 24 and a clerk in a government bank. A good accomplishment for middle class Indians. We're both neighbors, live with our parents. It's normal and sort of compulsory in India, especially in small towns. We're neighbors for around 8 years. Our parents have okay relations with each other, and I have a good relation with her parents, and okay relation with Jita. We're both lower economical middle class and socially upper caste. See castes in India. Both our parents are liberal in Indian sense, but in Western standards, they're very conservative. You can say this for a majority of Indian parents. February 2019, I had to deposit 8,000 Indian rupees, 112 USD. It's a large amount for lower middle class Indians, in the bank. I'm also sort of lazy and didn't want to wait in queues in the bank. Also, Jita was in the same bank. So I thought, I'll give her the money and she'll deposit that in my account. I went to her house at 7am and called for her mother. She opened the gate. It turned out that her elder brother, 28, and mother and father went to temple. I told her why I came. She accepted the money and told me that she would keep the hard cash and transfer the money from her account the next day. Two weeks later, the money was still not deposited. I asked her about this several times, mainly from WhatsApp, but she just made excuses. At last, after three weeks, I went to her house and asked her to give the money instantly. I threatened her that I would tell her parents. After hearing that, she said this. What proof do you have that you gave me money? Ask for money again, and I'll tell everybody that you're sexually harassing me. That was it. I became stiff as stone. My whole body became too heavy suddenly. I really had no proof, and I had WhatsApped her several times saying, money hadn't been deposited yet, or when will you deposit the money? Now, before any of you Western folks say that I exaggerated the situation, you have to view this situation through an innocent Indian person. India is basically Middle East in terms of sex, personal space, and sexism. But unlike the Middle East, it hides this fact through white lies. India has an assault problem, and this is one of the reasons of false accusations too. I've heard many false harassment and assault accusation cases and personally seen my distant rich cousin assault his neighbor due to land dispute violently. He simply used his beautiful clerk to charge him with a false sexual harassment case. That case ended with the neighbor being in jail for some time. Both my cousin and his neighbor had bribed the police. June 2019, I hadn't talked with her again after that, but I had a plan to get revenge. By this time I'd spied on her a bit and found out that she buys alcohol every alternate Saturday from X Place 
and drinks it at her friend's place. Drinking alcohol is seen as immoral in the male population and 10 times more immoral in the female population in India. Also, she has a boyfriend, on her 25, with whom she spent half an hour every Saturday evening in X Park with, which is on the other side of town. Being boyfriend and girlfriend is seen as immoral in India, and you won't even get a rental flat easily if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend. I took photos of her both with her boyfriend and buying alcohol. The first Saturday of July 2019, that day on my way to the park, I found a police SUV a mile away from the park. I thought, maybe it's time to take this plan a step further. I told them that a couple is doing obscene acts in so-and-so park. The police officer replied in a very rude language. I knew I had to pay him, so I gave him 2,000 Indian rupees, and he agreed to go. The park Jita used to go to was famous for unmarried couples, so every Valentine's Day, the police used to harass the couples there. On reaching there, I told them the spot and began to watch the situation from a distance. I wasn't able to hear, but the view was clear. Jita and her boyfriend were neither kissing nor hugging, they were just talking on the bench at that time. The police arrived and told them something. After that, the police slapped Jita's boyfriend a few times immediately. It appeared that her boyfriend refused to give his parents' number. In India, if police caught an under-30 unmarried couple, they demand the victim's parents' numbers. The whole drama went on for 20 minutes. Both even fell on the police's feet. At last, they had to give some money to the police. This police behavior is pretty normal in India. Both of them looked pretty terrified that day. On the first Sunday in July 2019, I'd already printed out all the images in 10 groups because there were 10 main houses in the neighborhood, including mine. In each set, there were three images of her buying alcohol and four images of her and her boyfriend together. I woke up at 4am and put all the sets of pictures in front of all 10 houses and went to sleep. I woke up to loud noises from Jita's house. I'd put one set in front of my own house too. I'm pretty sure her brother slapped her a few times. Her mother was calling her bad names like Randy, Hindi word for a promiscuous girl. Her father was not in the house that day. I asked my mother about the situation and she told me to stay away from Jita. She told me that Jita had shamed the whole society with her childish behavior. August 1st, 2019, in the last month, she was forced to stay in the house by her parents. The whole neighborhood was disgusted by her, and her parents also charged a blackmailing case on Jita's boyfriend, which caused her boyfriend to spend a few days in jail, but he was released after a week. Her parents also tried to arrange a marriage for her. It turned out that her boyfriend was from a lower caste, which fueled the rage even more. She also needed a stitch in her lips because her brother literally cut her upper lip in half. September 15th, 2019, she'll be married next year. She had started going to the bank again. I still haven't gotten the money. The main takeaway I have from this story is culturally things work a lot different in India. A common thing might be people asking, well, why didn't they just threaten to expose all this evidence? Well, like OP was explaining, I guess all that evidence can just be turned around into some charge against OP. So I guess they had to do it secretly. It's just, to be honest, kind of a lot to take in. And our final story of the day is by Why Do You Read Names? To give credit, that's why. Ruined a marriage and my family for revenge. I've always been the black sheep of the family. Cousins grew up to be doctors, professors, creatives, and whatever else. Meanwhile, I've managed to just make a humble, stable passive income through some business decisions. 
Nothing fancy, but I can afford a one-bedroom in New York City and live comfortably with that and a part-time job in a cafe. Everyone in the family, including my own parents, judge me harshly for not pushing myself to do what my cousins do, especially my one cousin we'll call Randy. Think the stereotypical dude bro who got rich thanks to working for his dad, multiply that by 10, and he got Randy. Anyway, he always gave me the most crap. And eventually, I just tune them out because I get to enjoy my life with my significant other, work part-time, and still afford what I want. So, to cut the BS short, Randy has a wife and two kids. He also has a mistress. I found this out because one day, I was walking through the city when I saw him walking down the street with a woman who clearly wasn't his wife, arms around each other. I checked Facebook and saw he had indeed posted about visiting a bagel shop in the city while on a business trip that morning. So we head indeed in the city. So I decided, screw it. Let me see how this plays out. I followed them for five hours, snapped several photos, one of them going into a hotel together. I held on to these and waited until Christmas that year. About six months later, I decided to unceremoniously drop printed photos in front of everyone at the table before dinner and made sure to get his wife to see them. Q screaming and fighting. I actually got a black eye out of it. It was Randy's dad who did it though, not him. Cue the police, a lot of questioning, my significant other and I get kicked out. We head back home after talking to the cops one last time. The aftermath, besides Randy's wife and another cousin who hates Randy, my family cut me off entirely for several years. Whatever. Even my parents had always expressed disappointment in me for not applying myself fully, so no real loss there. Randy got divorced lost full custody of the kids after threatening his ex, family occasionally tries to guilt me into apologizing, but my response is some variation of, not gonna apologize for outing a cheating runt, and I'm promptly blocked for another few months. Significant other and Randy's ex-wife are good friends and the kids call me uncle. Nice having a family who actually loves me unconditionally for once. Significant other and I got married, and that's when my family last tried to get in contact with me, and were actually nice for once. Seeing me moving on, I guess, eats at them? I don't know. Maybe realizing their punching bag is gone for good. That's it, really. Living my best life now with a good family? As opposed to a poop one. I mean, imagine going your whole life with, Why can't you be like your cousin? I wish you were like your cousin. Your cousin's doing so good, I wish you were like that. It would probably fuel something in the back of my mind that wants to take them down too. And hey, them walking around in the city with somebody that's obviously not their wife, going to hotels with them? Honestly, in my book, I feel like you were doing the ex-wife a great deal of service by letting them know. Now, I will say the way OP did it was pretty over the top, but nonetheless, I do think OP still technically did do the right thing. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 